For more than a decade, FTI has strived to become the leader in the aftermarket, performance, transmission, and converter industry. We've joined forces with McLeod Driveline Components under the leadership of Top Fuel Funny Car Pilot Paul Lee and now have a larger distribution network, more resources, and more power. Come see us in the pits and ask how you can join the FTI family. It's not cheating. It is the competitive edge. It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro. This is WFO Radio. Hey everybody, WFO Radio back on the air. Had a great show yesterday and just wanted to keep it going. Wanted to keep it rolling. And so we have got Dodge Power Brokers U.S. National winner, Greg Anderson going to be on this show just a few minutes from now. And then later on today, we'll have Antron Brown and Ron Caps together. First AB back from Congress. Mr. Brown goes to Washington. And then, of course, Ron Caps to talk about his first U.S. Nationals victory. I've been working hard to make sure the whole world knows that we are on. Uh, and after yesterday, we weren't sure, right? Like things came together very rapidly after yesterday's show with Reinhardt, we played all those great interviews with the Lucas Oil Series winners. And so if you're first ever watching WFO right now, if this is it, your first ever WFO radio show, whether on YouTube or on Twitter, uh, if you love NHRA drag racing, I think you're really going to like this. I think you're really going to like this show, uh, but don't take my word for it, right? Go look at the reviews and check out all the other folks that have shared the show and are sharing the show as we defeat all the algorithms out there and punch above our weight in uh, in terms of media outlets out there. But I got some interesting stuff I want to get into. I want to tell you about the people who make it possible for me to go WFO. Greg is going to join us. We were supposed to have Greg like right at the top of the hour, but what he has got, he's like, can I push it back 10 minutes? And the answer is absolutely. And so what we'll do is we'll just check in with the audience. We'll hear your comments. We'll see what people have to say. And let's build the audience for GA, right? 100 NHRA national event wins. John Force, Greg Anderson, the only Camping World Series racers to do it. Of course, Ace Manzo and Dan Fletcher and David Rampey in the Lucas Oil Series. For those of you that want to separate, I got into it pretty recently uh, about that. Like, does it even matter? Should we even be bothering to do that? Does it matter? And I don't know. Does it? Does it not? But we can have that conversation. Uh, but it's going to be great to hear from Greg, to look ahead to the playoffs known as the countdown. Maple Grove this weekend, the Pep Boys Nationals next weekend, excuse me. It is going to be awesome. Now, I see we got people uh, getting their comments ready to go out there, and I want to talk to you and find out. We're going to play a couple of interviews that we didn't finish yesterday. All of our Lucas Oil Series winners, talking about Austin Williams, talking about Bo Butner, talking about Lyle Barnett, talking about Fuel Tech Pro Mod, uh, David Barton and Constant Aviation Factory Stock Showdown. All those interviews right from the winner's circle on location at Indianapolis Raceway Park presented by Lucas Oil. We're on yesterday's show with Alan Reinhardt. So if you missed that one, go back and watch it after the fact or listen to it on our podcast stream, which is available. But let me tell you about the people who make it possible. And let's start out with FTI performance transmissions and torque converters. You know, FTI supporting WFO radio this year and pretty amazing. All last week in the lead up to the U.S. Nationals, I was saying FTI or the field in super comp, FTI or the field in super comp, like would it be FTI or would all the other transmission companies uh, out there in the world win super comp 
at the U.S. Nationals? It was a good question. Right? It was good to put it out there for everybody that's interested in transmissions and torque converters. And the answer is FTI. FTI won. Austin Williams, what's he got? He's got the 93B torque converter. Austin's like, yes, and he gave me the part number. 93B is the torque converter he uses in his dragster that he won the big go in. FTIperformance.com. I thought that was a pretty cool question and a bit of a gamble. What if it didn't work out? But it worked out. FTI wins the U.S. Nationals in Super Comp. And why do I pick Super Comp? Because it's so much about the driveline in those categories. Uh, so 890 index FTI performance wins it with Austin Williams. Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology tomorrow, Friday. I know so many of you listen to these shows and watch these shows in the distant future on YouTube, on Twitter, on the F book, all of those things. And I appreciate that, but this is a kind of a nearly a daily show. It's nearly daily. We are on multiple times a week. And so we can't time shift everything. It's nearly daily. And so what we do is uh, we promote ahead, right? Later today, we're going to have Antron Brown and Ron Caps at three o'clock. If you're watching in the future, it doesn't matter. But if you're watching live or before Friday at noon, head on over to the Total Seal social media in particular, their Facebook and their YouTube, and be ready for a live stream. We're going to be talking about the U.S. Nationals and who won and what we learned and all the different stuff at the Tech Talks and their new studio from out there. I'm sure Reinhardt's out there today getting ready, getting everything geared up and ready to go. TotalSeal.com, the leader in ring seal technology. Check them out. And they have done such a great job with uh, the cutting-edge technology that is ring seal. Don't believe me? Stick around. Stick around. Yeah, somebody who is a guest of ours in a few minutes might just have something to say about that. Phillips Connect, for those of you that are in the transportation industry, phillips-connect.com, smart trailer technology. So let's say you've got a giant fleet like Amazon or Walmart. You're keeping track of your trucks all over the road. Uh, they probably have got a system like NASA to keep track of them, but it's the sensors. And Jim Epler from Phillips Connect had everything to do with putting these together whether it be brake stroke sensors or weight sensors or wheel end sensors or air tank sensors, everything is monitored. Why? Not just where, but how's everything on the truck to keep people safe, to keep the loads efficiently on their way. Time spent on the side of the road is, you know, that's all the longer you might have to wait for your Amazon bit. So go to Phillips hyphen connect.com, especially if you're in the trailer uh, transportation industry and see what they've got. And that is true for racers as well. Not only do we have many that are in the industry, but we have many with many trailers. Bernie Speed Shop. This one I'm real proud of. Josh Hart wanted to come on board and support WFO. Now they got $5 million in muscle car and automobile inventory at Bernie. So if you're looking to buy a muscle car, like, man, I want to get something cool. What should I get? Check out Bernie's number one. Number two, they do everything uh, from, you know, window tinting and detailing to movie props. They build movie props plus trucks and trailers. And it's really a giant company that started out as a door-to-door -door detailing company. And that's why Josh says anything's possible in America. And I full on believe that. So if you want to support the people who support WFO, please do. Since we're stalling for Greg, who is on a quote unquote, very important call. I wonder if we can ask him like, Greg, what was, who was the call? I think that's none of our business, right? But if you're a fan of pro stock and you're a fan of Greg Anderson or not a fan of Greg Anderson and you want to see what he says about the playoffs in Erica, you should share this show. Let's get it out there. I, I admit I posted it in some of the w, in some of the uh, pro stock groups out there on the F book because those pro stock fans 
why would you not want to hear an interview with Greg Anderson just days after? I think so. But let me tell you about Samtech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. Start your education at full speed, right? Like who is the next generation of Greg Andersons, of crew chiefs like Rob Downing? Like where are they coming from? Who are they going to be? And I can tell you that the Samtech graduates are in the running. Look at Connor Stadler, who did such a great job driving Factory Stock Showdown this past weekend for Stanfield Racing Engines, for Stanfield. And he is a graduate of Samtech. And he got a great core and foundational education. Call Brian Massengill. Get on the website. Go to samtech.edu. Grab the phone number and call and ask for Brian Massengill. Brian. Costello says, I should talk to you. I'm interested in going to the school. They're approved to train veterans under the GI Bill, et cetera, and so on. Samtech.edu. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, the Dragster Adventure. You know, the holidays are coming, guys. Drive a dragster for the holidays as a gift. Like if you get someone an opportunity to drive a dragster, I feel like you're going to be an elite company when it comes to the best gift award of the year. And even if you don't want to, you know, send somebody else and you just want to get yourself a great gift, you can do that too. FrankHawley.com. Marvin Rodak. Yeah, it's never too early to start with the holiday packs. 817. 9246821. All of these people support WFO. If it's your first show, you're like, man, this guy's got a lot of sponsors. And the answer is that's right. It's a great show. 817-924-6821. The best coffee you're ever going to get in the world. And of course, our buddy, Matt Clark, Torque Calibration Services of America. He's getting ready for the big Bathurst 1000 down there. TorqueCalibrationServices.com.au. Did I say of America? I meant of America's great kid brother, Australia who we love so greatly and have a fantastic bond with Australia. TorqueCalibrationServices.com.au. Go check out Matt Clark. And later on in the show, I'll tell you how to become a Patreon. All right, let's see what everyone's got to say, since I'm just going to be kind of kicking it until GA comes on here. I'm going to start at the beginning of the com comments. And like, you know, Lonnie is like, what WFO, y'all? Good morning, everybody. Yeah, I need everybody sharing, man, for when Greg gets on here. Indy is WFO. How fitting. It's so true. WFO people from Montana Carding. What's up, Montana Carding? Are you really in Montana? Because, man, I would love to go go-karting. Trying to get the little nephew to go go-karting. Good morning. Mama Selig says, hey, thank you, Jay Selig. How are you? Good morning. Everybody's just saying good morning. I need everybody to share. Roger Richards, good morning. Mom, everyone says good morning. The time works so much better for you. For you. Well, well, it's uh, random luck. Sammy Eubanks, The Voice. What's up, Sammy? Sammy was telling me a little bit about Caps. Guys, Caps is going to be on at 3 p.m. today. If you're watching on YouTube, just tap the reminder. Ron Caps, Antron Brown together. So much information. I want that one to be blowout. We are trying to get everybody in today because I travel on Wednesday next week. Maybe we'll get Matt Smith on Monday. Deep and hog. Everybody's saying lunchtime at work. That's right. It's lunchtime. Her great stories yesterday of Greg started and he couldn't even do a burnout. Really inspiring. Yeah. Greg told us uh, first burnout was in reverse. Something like that. Your added value smartphone WFO interviews were great. More and more. We try. Tater, are we going to get a factory stock showdown interview this week? Uh, David Barton was included in our interviews yesterday. It won't be on factory stock podcast, if that's what you're asking. But yes, we spoke with David in the winter circle yesterday. It was on after Alan Reinhardt. Yeah, Reinhardt left and we started playing a bunch of interviews. Don't start yet, Joe. I'm still making coffee. Way to go, Bill. Smart move. Don't worry. We're waiting on GA after the important phone call. And this is the thing, guys, live. It's live, live. All right. You know, I could have paused the show and I decided against that. I want everybody to get fired up. Like I'm seeing the listener numbers and they need to go up before we get Greg Anderson on here. Everybody's saying, what's up? I rated Indy as, oh my God. Yeah, all those people who said Indy had lost its luster. 
Hit that like button, especially on YouTube. Happy Thursday. Okay, the state capital of Montana. My buddy George Rodriguez was from uh, Libby. Good show, WFO. All right, so here's what to do. Um, we're going to go back and get in the interview that we didn't get in yesterday. Speaking of the Winter Circle interviews that we did yesterday, and I was just about to get Vince Hoda on, top sportsman winner, and it just didn't work out. Because we had an internet crash, so let's go back and check out Top Sports. Oh, Top Sportsman winner, Vince Hoda. Vince, you just won Indy. How's this feel? I can't believe it. It's been a long week. Had a lot of lucky rounds. Yeah, tell me about the final. I didn't see it. I was doing <sighs> media center stuff. Well, we were both red. Fortunately, he was red before I was. Well, so technically, the... so in announcer school, they say the second guy's not red. The second, second guy's, guy's not red. He's early, but not red. Yeah, so uh, really lucky weekend. Pretty sure the cars broke. It kept slowing down every single run, and everybody just kept turning it red against me, so I kept winning. So thanks be to God. Well, they don't say what, how, how. They say how many, right? They, you, uh, you're a U.S. Nationals winner. We got this, the Wally. That's all that matters. Is this your first Indy? It's my first Indy. You're a division champ. Yep. And we, we came up here to represent Division Four for the All-Stars, and that didn't go well at all. We got on the starting line, did the burnout, and it backfired the intake off of it. And Yikes. We, Back me off the line. Had we thrashed to put it all back together, and uh, we were fortunate enough to put in five good rounds over the last. Wow, three the racing days. gods smiled upon you. They sure did. After taking away from you. Yeah. So. Man, and okay, so everybody says like, it's different, Indy. It's different. You've won some races in the past. Yep. Yep. But this one, I, I just caught him, guys. I just caught him, like saying, I can't believe it. Like to himself, you know, like wow, I can't believe yeah, it's, it. It's, this is this is a whole different world to come up here and then to win. I mean, it's uh, uh, it's it's something else. It really is. Congratulations! Thank Vince. you very much. There he goes, Minnesota. How cool is that? And of course, Joe uh, takes of the car. The car is the best part. Everybody knows that the car is the best part. Yeah, I thought it was great to be able to just go down there and spend a little time in the winter circle with folks. And yesterday at the end of the show, the one interview I, I got halfway through, I'm going to try to play it now. And all of them are in the show from yesterday with Alan Reinhardt was Doug Engels. And maybe, uh, I don't know, it kind of crashed the system. Let's try it again. And he, he shows you his comp eliminator dragster, which is a six cylinder engine. It's pretty amazing. And uh, just as he was getting ready to pitch comp eliminator, and I'm such a big fan of comp and always trying to learn more and more as much as is possible. Uh, so let's see what Doug Angles has to say. Oh, wait. Oh, Doug Angles wins again, again. 10 years off and now win and win. What's going on? What's different? Actually, it was 14 years in Topeka a month ago. Yeah. Since I had won Indy in 2008. So what's happening? What's different? You found some horsepower. You you decided to try. What's uh, what's yeah, the story? Yeah, that's it. I decided to try. I've decided to try. That's what you need to tell everybody. Exactly. I've decided to try. Yeah, well, you know, for, for the longest time, I just came and I drank beer. But but now I'm trying. No, <laughs> don't say that. No, we know that that's not true. But this is big. All right, tell me about this moment. You've won it again. You're older now. You know, you've, you're 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 older now, and it's got to be more meaningful. Is oh, it? It's unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Especially with Frank Aragona in the final. I mean, those guys are as tough as it gets. Yeah. You know, three time champ. Super fast. I mean, always just. You know, I mean, they're they're feared and they're a class act. They're, they're just super people, you know? So, yeah, it was awesome. Jury drag racing left that is the first one in the end wins. And your combination is not uh, common. Right? You, you're not uh, running a small block Chevy. 
It's, it, it, I mean, it's, it's anymore, it, it's, it's kind of common. I mean, it's, it's a V6. I've run them for, we've run V6s for probably 25 years now. And a lot of people are scared of them even to this day. You know, they, in the old days, they used to, they had a real balancing problem. They'd shake apart, you know, but, but now, I mean, it's a maintenance thing. If, if you're good with maintenance, you'll have no trouble. Just like anything else. Just like anything else. All right. Doug Angles, how about that? Now let's go out to the first pro stock racer in NHRA history to win 100 NHRA national events. And he did it in incredible fashion by winning the biggest drag race on the planet, the Dodge Power Brokers U.S. Nationals, Greg Anderson. Gee, hey, how are you? Pretty darn good, Joe. Yeah, I can imagine. All right. So you're like, I'm on a very important call. And because when I'm live, I have no filter. I told the audience you were on a very important call. I don't know, like right after winning Indy, what kind of it, like, can you share like what it was or make up a great story? Sure. That was Mr. H. He's uh, he's trying to set to, set up a party for us next Tuesday over at his motorsports complex. So pretty exciting. He's going to have the whole team over and, and have a celebration and, and everybody gets to take a, a tour of that great heritage shop, heritage museum of his that incredible it's uh, something my guys have wanted to do for years so they're going to get the opportunity next week and then i have a big day on tuesday yes well what's what's happening on tuesday that's when we're going over to hendrick oh that's the party okay so there there it is and then you go out for the playoffs to begin which we will talk about that i'm so happy that it was mr h it could have been anybody but uh you've been able to deliver for him a couple of times now and What's his uh, What's his take? What's he telling you? Is he, you know, is, I figured he'd be satisfied. Uh, this is a big deal. He comes on and you're breaking all the milestones with his HendrickCars.com uh, Camaro. He's very excited. You know, he does. Everybody probably doesn't know this, but he's got a huge passion for drag racing. And everybody knows him from NASCAR world. He's he's the god over there. He's he's the, the grand poobah, whatever. He's the most important team owner I think they have over there in NASCAR. And he's obviously loves to win races. He wins races. He wins championships. He knows how to win. He knows how to do it right. And, uh, you know, for him to put his faith in, in my drag race team and we're getting him some results, he's over the moon. He's excited over the moon. He's having a blast with it. So it's, it's been fantastic. And, and, uh, you know, it's really, 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 really been neat for us over here at KB racing to, to have this association with him and to make him proud. You know, you're scared to death that you won't be able to live up and you won't be able to make him proud. But I guess, and to be honest with you, for the first eight months of the year this year, we haven't made him proud. So thank God we came through and we got her done at Indy and obviously the biggest race of the year on the biggest stage. I guess we probably made up for the last eight months. Well, it comes when it comes, right? And you said it on the, on the um, pre-race stage, and we've been on that stage a lot together. And you said something totally different this time you know, change of attitude, approaching this differently. And for you who had won 99 wins and five championships, like to do anything differently might seem uh, like a bad idea, but you said, I'm, I'm approaching it differently today. Uh, explain that it worked. Well, the bottom line is, you know, I just, I happened to wake up early Monday morning and I, and I was thinking to myself, you know, back when we were winning all these races back in the heyday, whatever you want to call it. And we had, you know, the fastest car out there for a few years in a row you would go to the starting line on Sunday telling yourself you were going to win. You're going to win this race. Don't. There was no negative thoughts. It was not a, uh, well, I hope I get lucky today and I hope everything falls my way and, you know, it's it's my lucky day. 
that's kind of the, been the mindset this year, to be honest with you, because we haven't had that dominant car. And I felt like, you know, this weekend at Indy, I had a car that could win. We showed that in qualifying. So that just happened to dawn on me in the morning. And I thought, you know, maybe I need to think like that. When I go up there today, I need to think that I need to win. I'm going to win. Not just, gee, I sure hope to win. And that's kind of been the difference in, in how I've approached the rest of the year. And, and uh, I guess I learned something there. I forgot a very valuable lesson, but wow. I, I remembered it Monday morning. I have a tiger, right? Uh, you just got to go watch Rocky three every once in a while and you'll be in good shape, but you have to, that's such a great lesson to everyone out there that even one of the greatest at a given thing, in this case, pro stock can lose that mentality or, or put it, you know, misplace it for a little while. Well, Joe, the, the mind is a huge part of this deal. It's, it's not so much physical. It, it, it's, it's up here. It always has been, you know, and, and uh, for a driver anyway, and, uh, Sometimes you lose track of, of where your focus needs to be, I guess. So I, I needed a reset there, and I got it. And, and uh, you know, valuable lesson learned. I, I, I've been probably a little too nonchalant lately, to be honest with you, and a little bit lax in the mind. And it showed the results were showed on the racetrack. So lesson learned. Okay, so Lauren out there saying congratulations, 100. Corey saying congratulations on 100. Derek saying congratulations on 100. Uh, everybody, uh, pretty much was waiting for this. You were pressed up against this milestone. You had the 97 milestone. You had the breaking the 97 milestone. You had the 100 milestone, like all of these really difficult milestones all compressed together. And now there's really no more milestones, Greg. There's nothing, there's nothing like what else are you going to do? You know, you got to win maybe 10, you got to win. What is it? Three more U S nationals to surpass Bob Glidden's U.S. Nationals title. You know, like, okay, now we're getting in the weeds, though, as far as milestones go. Are, are you happy that you really won't be questioned at all about anything anymore? Yeah, I probably won't be getting too many questions about when are you going to do this, when are you going to do that anymore, no question about it. But it, it, it's still, it's all good, Joe. And, and I, I I tell this story, I can remember when I, I got close to getting number 50, and, and I just stalled out. I couldn't get it done, and it was the same story. When I got close to getting 75, I stalled out, and they carried this sign around in the NHRA trailer for months and years, whatever it was, and they're, like, tired of carrying this sign around, and finally I got it done. Same thing happens here. I guess it's just the way it's supposed to be. It's something like that, something that, you know, momentous and that huge. You got to pay. You got to pay the ultimate price. You got to sweat. You got to grind. You got to agonize over it. And I certainly did. But but the payoff coming at Indy, it couldn't possibly ask for anything better. That that was the, the greatest scenario. So certainly that wasn't that I wasn't trying before that. But I guess it just wasn't meant to be until Indy. So let's talk about the round by round. First of all, number one qualifier, that 56 was a moonshot. Like that was big. You know, everybody was very compressed in qualifying except for you. And it, it seems to me at the start of the season, elite had a horsepower advantage and, uh, you know, very formula one, like, right. Where there's a development race and people pay attention to it. You guys appear to have caught up and maybe even surpassed them. Uh, I can, I know you can't tell us how that was accomplished, but it's definitely showing up on the scoreboards. Well, the first thing it took, it took was a new mindset because we had basically over the last three, four years, kind of come to the mindset that we were all against the wall with the rules package we have and the 10-5 limit, rev limiter and, and the way we have to, you know, run this fuel injection with the air coming in off basically the racetrack and into the front of the engine like it does. There just isn't much you can do. So, you know, we're we're all guilty of probably getting a little lax and, and, and just basically kind of throwing in the towel, giving up. And when 
the elite team came out this spring and basically showed that they had made big gains. It lit a light in our heads. We're like, well, apparently you can still find power. So we rededicated ourselves and we started digging in and we started, you know, all kinds of different projects. And, and you know, it, it's tough to, to make developmental gains these days because parts and pieces, Joe, are so hard to get in a timely manner anymore. Instead of a, a set of pistons that used to average taking you between one and a half to two weeks now takes three months. So any, and, and really it's industry-wide, any part we deal with, the time frame to order parts and get parts in the door has it just quad, quad-folded. It, it, it's, it's hard to make progress in a hurry because of that. And that's just the way it is. That's the way the new, the new game is and you got to get used to it, but that's why it kind of takes a long time. So we've had a lot of projects in the works for a lot of months and finally, you know, get enough parts and pieces. And we actually made some gains and, and shocked basically that we made the gains, but it should show it on the racetrack. It's true. And yeah, we're, we're certainly not ahead of elite right now, but we can run with them now. We can absolutely run with them. And now we've got, you know, a six month play our six race playoff here. Hopefully, we can find something small again in, in the next, next three, four races that could help us the last couple of races that are countdown. We'll see. If not, at least we're back in the game and we've got a chance. We didn't have a chance two, three months ago. David Eaton, comp racer, just won the Jegs All-Stars. No one has ever worked harder or smarter to achieve what he has about you. That is a, a great statement. And you definitely have the respect to your fellow racers, but you got to go out there and beat him. Fernando Quadra, first round. He used to race with you guys. And, um, you know, he went red. He knew it. You had a 15, though. So you're on the tree on this given day. When you start off round one with a good light, that's got to that's gotta set you on the right track to uh, feeling well about the day. No question. You, you know, you're only as good as your last run. No question about that. And, and, and you know, it's I said it before. It, it, as I get up in age, I, I, I can still do it. I just have trouble doing it every single time, like the young kids, like Dallas Glenn or the younger drivers. You know, that that they can bang that light every single time, never miss one. And, you know, I, I just hope and pray that, that I can have Sundays where I can do four in a row. I, I know I can't do 12 in a row or whatever, but maybe just give me four in a row. And quite honestly, I still couldn't string together four in a row this weekend, but I strung together four good enough ones. I got the right one at the right time at the right opponent, and, and we made it to the finals. So, uh, you know, just good enough, I guess, basically. But it's more difficult when you, when you advance in age, Joe. I'm not going to lie to you. Just, uh, you know, you can still do it, just not every single time. Yeah, you got Troy Coughlin over there round two. There was a little, uh, I don't know, you know, demons or, or whatever. The kid's been on the run, right? He's been doing real well. And there's that Jegs car that you've run so many times, but with a new Coughlin there who's got all this different stuff to prove. And he's a great kid, by the way. Everybody loves him. Yeah. But, um, but you know, he wasn't double O. He wasn't teen. And thus, thus he was vulnerable. And you were able to dispatch him and advance to the semis. Yep, you know, and the way I looked at that one, he has completely showed me the way to the finish line the last two races in a row. He's the hottest racer in the class right now. You look over there, if you make that mistake and look over in the other lane, first thing you think of is Jay Coughlin and all the, the tangles we've had with him and what a challenge you've got on your hands. And obviously, Troy is becoming the next Jay Coughlin. He showed that he can do this. He can drive with his with his uncle, Jay. So it's... Uh, it's really no different than it's been over all the years. Another great Summit Jags battle, and uh, thank the Lord he left me just enough room. I did not have a great light, but he didn't have a great one either, and he left me just enough room, and I made a great run. I made a really, really qual- high-quality run, and we got the job done. So as I said, every round was like a final round, and that certainly, certainly is how I approached that one when I went up there. 
You got through Fernando Jr. in the semifinals and set up the uh, the final round against Dallas, double-O Dallas, who did something that I thought was very cool, and I appreciate it, and I want more of it. And this, to me, if we're going to make our sport popular, you got to do stuff like that. And so all Dallas does is look into the camera, and he's like, if he wants 100, he's going to have to go through me. And most of the fans, they don't probably even realize that Dallas is a team car to you. They're like, man, that guy just said something cool. He <laughs> said that the other guy's going to have to go through him. And um, I just, I hope people take note of that because it yeah. worked. It got everybody excited. If people don't believe that, they, they, they need to come step on the inside of this deal and, and watch it. The kid absolutely wants to win as bad as anybody, and I love that. I absolutely love that about him. That's what I've always had. I wouldn't want it anyway. You think I'd want to get my 100th win on somebody that didn't go up there and try to do their best job? That's ridiculous. So yeah. certainly didn't want anything to do with that, and I knew – I had my hands full and I, and I hoped and prayed that somehow he made a mistake. And, and you know, it, it, we, we watched the replay the other day and he probably got staged an inch farther than he normally does. And that was the difference. That's why he was 002 red instead of 002 green. And he's the U.S. national champion. So a great race. And, and uh, he gives it all he's got every time. And he's he's bad to the bone, just like a whole bunch of these cats are in this class right now. So it's pretty cool having to fight these young guns, these double O guys and, and me being the old crusty veteran i guess you'd call it so it's kind of cool it, it, it i think it's fun I, I think if you had all old people or all young people it wouldn't be as fun but when you got both it's it's kind of neat okay you're not old people yet greg I am. Old people, no how old are you 60 61 okay 60 is the new 40 everybody knows this you know 30s the new 20 why everything is skewed down you remember when you were a kid how people that were 60 looked they didn't look like you I know when I was his age, how old I thought someone 60 years old was. He's just old. You know, that's yeah. what you would say to yourself. My God, he's old. So here I am. I'm 60. Yeah. No, you look great. You look great. Okay. So you mentioned Cody's name a bunch of times, right? Like Cody. And uh, I got some pictures. Sammy Eubanks, the voice, wants to know. You mentioned Cody driving. You're mentioning Cody driving more and more. And I think it's uh, it's pretty cool. I think it's exciting. I don't know. You know, Cody this guy's a scratch golfer. This guy's got all kinds of great stuff going on, but it makes sense. It just makes sense. You've got a family business now. Like what's Cody going to do? Go off and uh, you know, what's he going to do? Right. It, might, it makes sense that he would stay in the family business. I'm afraid whether he wants it or not, his path is probably set, Joe. And you know how it is when you get, when this sport gets its hooks in you, you're done. You're, you're not getting out, you know, and, and, I guess I was just like everybody else. I wished that he would have gone down the golf path or whatever and tried to make a career out of that because I love golf and I love to watch him. But, you know, this, this sport got its hooks in him. And, and year by year, he's he's getting more deeply involved, more deeply involved and more passion for it. And he's going to be someday, you know, doing exactly what I've done. Whether he realizes it or not, and I'm not pushing him. And his yeah. mother certainly is not pushing him. But I'm telling you, drag racing's got a strong pull. And it's got scripts on them already. Yeah. What's the timeline, Cody? Get out there, Cody, while you're still young and you can learn it like, uh, you know how it is, like when you want to learn a language or anything, it's better to do it when you're young, not old. When the time is right, Joe. And I don't know if that's six months from now or six years, but, but, but when the time is right, maybe it'll happen. That's exciting. That's exciting. All right. So you're 30 points out of the lead now. Wow. Poof. Just like that. You've been on the other side of it. You were on the other side of it last year now. And this I, is the yeah. argument. For the countdown, like Torrance, the past couple of years, he had to give up the points this year. Yep. He gained the points. It all yep. works out in the end. It does, you know, and I've complained many years that, you know, it just, 
it stinks. You come in with a big lead and you, you throw it all away, you know, just for the good of the, the sport and, and, and the fans. But that's what it's all about. So that's why they did it. That's why we have it. And, and they keep telling me, stop complaining. It'll come back and it'll play in your favor some year. Maybe that's this year. Obviously, if we didn't have the playoff this year, I'm done. I'm absolutely going to be a, you know, three, four, five uh, points finisher in the season and, and it's over. So, yeah, it's playing back and at least giving me an opportunity to steal one this year, just like, you know, the other people had a chance last year. You have to go out there through the playoffs, regardless of what you've done the, the first eight months and prove it all over again. That's the way it is. Yeah. And uh, Chuck is out there. He says he wants you to add Cody to the team. He wants to see you race against Cody, right? Like that's what everybody wants to That'd see. Cool. Yeah. You guys on the, on the track together, no pressure though. No yeah. pressure, of course. So let's talk about this. Uh, you know, the added race, Maple Grove, I know a lot of people didn't necessarily want it because they weren't prepared for it, but I think it's so important because Kid Chaos and the captain, they bought the track, they saved the track. They're pro stock guys. Like, that's the core. You can't not have pro stock at Maple Grove, Joe. If there's, if there's a racetrack in the country that, that supports pro stock more, you tell me what it is because it's always been Maple Grove, number one, as the number, number one pro stock supporter. So it was really... A sad day when the schedule came out this year and we weren't on Maple Grove. And thank God the Koretskis came in and, and saved the bit of day and, and made it happen. So it's all good. The, the world's all right again. For Pro Stock, we're going to going to Maple Grove and going to try and show off in front of the Koretskis. And apparently, I haven't been there since they bought it, but apparently Kenny's been going crazy making improvements on that place. He said, you're not even going to recognize it when you go there. So hats off to him. And that just, just shows you what someone with passion for the sport can do that buys the property or whatever. If you've got passion for the sport, you have pride in it. You want it to look good. You want it to be functional. You want the racers to love it. You want the fans to love it. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. There's like a 400 foot Colossus of Kenny, like standing over the lane. That's okay. <laughs> I'm going to drive right through him. I do hear they're diamond grinding it though. Right. I hear they're grinding the track. That's what Kenny told me himself. He didn't say yep. to keep it to myself. So that's kind of interesting. The surface is going to improve. Yep. Yep. He's doing everything he can to make everything for the racer better and everything for the fan better. And, and my hat's off to him. Uh, it sounds like they're doing a great job. So uh, he's not one of these guys that just buys it and, you know, tries to squeeze a nickel out of it and then pedal it again to another buyer. That's not him. He's in this for the long run and he's got passion for the sport. That's why he did it. So that's, that's what we love. Those are the kind of owners we need. Okay. Let's handicap this playoff deal. You said in the media center that, uh, it, you know, we asked about elite, and this, uh, like, so there's a story like last year you dominated and then kind of stumbled a little bit in the countdown and Erica felt like the door was open and they could drive through and they missed the opportunity. Right. And so she started the year off like, man, we missed an opportunity to take advantage of an open door. Yep. It's weird, but the reverse might be happening, right? Like, like, like reversal, isn't it, Joe? Yeah. So I'll see if we can put pressure on him, on her come on the world finals and, and who knows joe it may not even be her it may be someone else there's there's eight or ten other cars that it could absolutely be when you come to pomona that have the lead or have a chance to win and that's just the reality of it so i can't predict it uh, all i know is we're going to be in the fight and we're going to do all we can to find a way to take this championship and defend it but <laughs> there's eight or ten cars that that would not shock anyone if they won the whole thing 100 wins. You, John Forrest, the only Camping World Series racers to do it. Rampy Fletcher, Manzo, to add in, drag racers to ever do it again. 
Uh, NHRA.com has got a great story. Like the next closest is Tony Schumacher with 86. Then you got Caps with 71. You got uh, like, it's not going to happen again for a while. If, if ever, uh, what, what does that number mean? What does it, it, might mean? Be, it might be a couple of years, Joe, but some of them cats will get there. No question about it. Look at Ron Caps this weekend. I mean, that, that, that was amazing what he's done. It's like every race he goes to, that team's getting better. So what a brilliant move he made buying that team and what he's done with it. He, he's made it a championship winning threat every race he goes to. And, and, and people better be scared about that operation. That's, that's serious right now. And, and uh, there, there's, there's more out there. Records were set. They're made to be broken. I've heard that many times before, and, and I would have never considered it myself, and here I am. So it's just that, – that's what it's all about. That's why records are set. That's why we keep records, so they can be broken. And it's very cool. I, I love it. It is very cool. It's a great, great accomplishment, not for me, for my entire race team. This, I've been together with Rob Downing and Jason Lyon and really the, the, the core group here. We've been together for 20 years. We've won – hundred races together. It's not me. And look at Ken Black. He's won, good God, I don't know, 150, 160 races as, as a team owner. So I'm nothing compared to him. So it, it's it's been a team effort without a doubt, and, and everybody should be proud of it. And uh, we're going to celebrate it as a team, no doubt. But well, that's going to be great next we're gonna give up. We're going to keep digging. You got you to keep digging. Uncle Les working on the plugs. Everybody uh, in this KB team, pretty awesome. All right, let me shift gears before I let you go. Tomorrow on Friday, I'm going to be uh, going on with a live stream with Lake Speed and Keith Jones talking about Indy, talking about the Total Seal Tech Talks, talking about like a recap, right? Kind of a recap on the, the Total Seal social media. And so a couple of, maybe it was last year at Indy, I don't know, that you kind of observed one of those Total Seal Tech Talks. and. Uh, I just wanted, and you know, it has been speculated about that there's something wor worth, uh, you know, is there something worth Greg Anderson watching a total seal tech talk at the pit area? You seem to observe. So you tell me uh, that area that they talk about, is there something worth learning? Uh, because I'm going to take this clip of audio right now and play it tomorrow. I will tell you from the bottom of my heart, Joe, did I learn something that day that I listened to that first seminar? You darn tootin' I did. I absolutely did, and it has helped me in my race program. And thank you, Lake. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Matt Hartford, and all the Total Seal guys. Thank you to all the Rottler guys. I've now got a beautiful new Rottler CNC hone in my shop that, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's helped my project. It's helped my program. And I learned that day that I listened to those guys, hmm, maybe we are missing something here. So, yeah, I can't lie. And I probably shouldn't have told the world that, but it is the truth. It has absolutely helped my program. I'm not going to deny it. And I thank all those guys for what they've done and what they are doing. And yes, anybody that gets a chance to sit on in on one of these seminars, don't miss it. Wow. And you, and you could have said absolutely not. Nope. Didn't help at all. <laughs> I don't know how to lie. Yeah, that's old school pro stock. New school pro stock is tell them what you're doing and dare them to do it, right? Yep. Old school pro stock was top secret information. Speaking of that, though, the client cars, right? Derek Kramer, fast. They 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 picked it up. Hartford, quick and fast. It looks like um, the 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 KB cars have all caught up now. Everybody seems to be at max strength right at the right time. Yep, I think so, Joe. So we've got, you know, five cars in our stable that that are very capable of, of winning races in the countdown and winning a championship. The elite team has got, I think, five cars, very capable, very possible, could be world champions, any one of them. And you cannot count out the rest of them that are in the playoffs, the Magahas. Um, who am I missing here? The, the, the Quadras. Look at them lately. And they just about won Indy. 
So, you know, there's just the, the, the class is stacked right now. It's absolutely stacked. And this playoff is going to be tighter than any other one. And I told you guys last year when, when we finished and we got to Pomona and it somehow some crazy way came down to Eric and I, we felt like, how did we dodge that bullet of all these new up and young comers, right? It's the same thing this year. How are we going to hold them off again? And they're better again this year. Their, their equipment's better. They're better drivers again. They've upped their game. And there's more of them. Now, are we, now how are we going to hold them? <laughs> it's awesome. Happens? If it's you like awesome. pro stock. Yeah, if you if like- you've got a strong heart, it's awesome. Yeah, well, you do. You're fine. You're fine. You're all good. You're all good. Greg, thank you for making the time. Uh, you know, hanging up for Mr. H and calling up WFO. That's pretty cool. Enjoy your celebration. We'll see you in Maple Grove. Congratulations. Major milestone. And uh, you've handled yourself so well along the way. You uh, you make us all proud. And uh, get out there in the rest of the world and tell your story because uh, drag racing deserves it. So thank you. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Joe. I appreciate everything you do for the sport, buddy. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. We'll see you in a week. Thanks. GA, there he goes. Greg Anderson, 100 NHRA national event wins in Camping World Series Pro Stock. I like the fact, like, uh, yeah, Mr. H, I got to go talk to WFO. That's not how it worked. Not at all. All right, let's get your comments in the comment section. Final comments, guys. And uh, we're going to be back. We're going to be back in uh, not long. Antron Brown and Ron Caps are going to be joining us on the show. And if you are watching on YouTube, just right down there, you can click a reminder to never miss that or download the free WFO radio mobile application. Or if you're on the F book, it should be giving you a reminder as it is. And Twitter, don't miss Ron Caps and Antron Brown. We're going to have them on together at the same time and ask about this. Like, what the heck is this? What's going on here? Antron Brown going up to Congress and doing such great things to try to save car racing. And uh, excellent. All right, let's see what everybody's got to say. Well, first, let me just, uh, you know, reconnect with uh, the WFO store is open. Look at this guy. Remember that? Remember the days where people were all wearing masks? Remember that? Boy, what happened to that? It's gone. Interesting. Big thanks to the folks at Torque Calibration Services, of course. Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, Sam Tech, and Marvin Rodak. Order that coffee, guys. You'll never be the same. You'll love it. Bernie's Speed Shop. Go to Bernie's.com. Josh Hart and his family business. Josh Hart, watch out for that guy. A threat in the countdown. So is Justin Ashley. Phillips-connect.com. The 300-mile-per-hour club. Thanks to Phillips. To the eighth mile in top fuel. Eighth mile. 300-mile-per-hour club. Who's going to get that 30 thousand dollars it's pretty big money by the way total seal piston rings tomorrow will be on the air 12 noon fti performance transmissions and torque converters join us join us and plus you can become a patreon of the show and we got one this morning somebody signed on to become a patreon and everyone always asks like why don't you post the link joe why don't you post the link and so i'm going to post the link right now you know i don't like promoting this deal it's got to come from your heart right you nobody's obligated to do it but if you want to that's fine. All right, let's see what Mitchell says. Antron is a great ambassador for the drag racing community. I can't think of a better ambassador for the drag racing community. And I read some of the press releases about what Antron has to say. And uh, we never talk politics on WFO. But I will say that it's important to not make enemies in life. Because all of a sudden, maybe you need someone to be on your side that is open to it. So it's important to not make enemies. And right now we need everybody to get on board with this as best as is possible. And there's uh, all kinds of links 
that you can call your congressperson. I called my congressperson yesterday politely. Hey, please support this, the RPM Act, because jobs, manufacturing, uh, you know, fathers, sons, fathers, daughters working together, great family sport, great lessons, values, family values, all these great things come out of modifying a car to go racing. And what, like we'd have to go buy a car that's already totally modified? I don't know. Seems less likely that I would just try something like that. The video of uh, Lyle driving the bitch back was great. It absolutely was. And Reinhardt, you know, Reinhardt. Oh, it's a turbo car. They can do anything. I'm sorry. A five-second race car is not just drive it back. That was cool. And I'm sorry, you know, the turbo guys. Yeah, you can do anything with turbo. Yeah, maybe. But I'm still impressed. Don't ruin my childlike naivete. Don't ruin it. Gary says, what's up? Derek, I know the reason. Just would like to have a clip uh, to point to. Uh, now it's the time to stay in those seats, watch those pro stock cars. Yeah, well, I don't care, Monica, honestly. I don't care who isn't interested in what I'm interested. I'm interested in what I'm interested. And I care about me and the people that are interested with me. I had a guy on Twitter the other day talking about super gas and he just doesn't get it. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. You don't need to understand. There's plenty of categories of drag racing that if you like heads up stuff, you'll, you're good. I don't need to work to convince you that super gas and super comp is amazing. You, you either get it or you don't. It's okay. You got to go to the bathroom sometime. You got to go to the nitro mall sometime. You got to get a, a, a beverage sometime. So Go when you got to go. But what I know is this, that forget the nitro cars, that when you look at the crowd that's in the stands for pro stock, it's the biggest crowd in drag racing other than when the nitro cars, like it's bigger than no prep Kings. It's I've been to those events. They're at small tracks. The people that stay in the stands for pro stock and pro mod on their own, that crowd is a big drag racing crowd. And maybe they're the more refined people, or maybe the people who are the sportsman racers or bracket racers who connect. If you are a casual fan, you show up to see 330 mile per hour or 12,000 horsepower nitro cars. That's just the way it is. And as time goes by, you maybe you connect. What are these cars? What's the deal? Oh, well, they, you know, they make 1500 horsepower, but the driver is shifting them and they're leaving with a clutch and they have to be perfect. It's a different thing. You're a bracket racer. You're a sportsman racer. You go test and tune at your local track. I can assure you that whenever I used to go out to my local track, Palm Beach or Moroso Motorsports Park, all the bracket racers out there would ask me about Greg and Erica. They never asked about nitro cars. They always asked about pro stock. So there's something for everyone at the NHRA. You don't have to. Uh, I would love for more people to stay in the stands, but the people that are there, they really like it. The people that are going to the bathroom, that's their business. Let them do what they want to do and we'll all enjoy it. I know that when Pro Stock doesn't roll out at these races that it's not at, to me, it feels alien and wrong. Like, where's Pro Stock? Cranks Greg, appreciate your time. For the folks that always ask green light on the bumper, oh, I'm not telling you that. Oh, it's KI from CIP1, guys. GA, once in a lifetime achievement. Well done. Pleasure to be part of the KB team. Yeah. KI. And for those of you who are interested in Volkswagens, CIP1 is a great website that you should go to because they have like every part that is known. Randall Caps, congrats on the win. Fast Eddie. 
like to see a nighttime qualifying session in Maple Groves on Friday again. I don't know. Anything's possible. The Koretskis have done a great job. Maybe we'll get Kid Chaos next week. He's going to be too busy, I think. 100, good luck in the countdown. Yeah, the whole countdown. KI is my hero, says Michael Heiner. Yeah, all the pro stock guys, they're checking out Greg. You missed Greg Anderson, Keith. You missed him. Just so happy to see pro stock back at the Grove. Yeah, me too. There are a couple tracks. You know, Bristol is pro stock centric. Bristol loves pro stock. Maple Grove loves pro stock. Brainerd loves pro stock. You got three of the greatest of all time in a category that are from Minnesota. And hopefully we'll be back next year. There are plenty of people that go for fast door cars only. Oh, well, exactly. And uh, the Nitro guys, a lot of people will say, well, you know, what percentage of fans are pro stock fans? And it's a good question. It's a good debate to have. If you remove that, like, is it 10% that are diehard pro stock fans that don't care about other stuff? If you pull them out and they don't go, you've hurt yourself badly. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? And hopefully people understand that pro stock fans aren't necessarily interested in nitro, just like a lot of nitro fans aren't interested in pro stock. And so without one or the other, you've weakened yourself. Why would you do that? That's all. Now, pro stock doesn't want to be at every race anymore. They don't want to be at every single race anymore. So there's going to be some places that don't get pro stock and it's going to move around. And one year it's not there. And then the next year it might be back or it might be gone for two years and then come back. Because we have to, we got 21 races and only 18 pro stock races. So there are going to be some places that don't have pro stock. Okay. But still, it's better with pro stock. What do you think of Antron Brown testifying yesterday? I haven't seen the testimony. I've seen some commentary. I talked with Antron in the Reagan National Airport when we got off the plane where my transfer was. And we had a conversation about this. Uh, I'm a huge believer in the RPM Act. I'm a huge believer and being able to modify automobiles. I'm a huge believer in protecting the environment. I, I live in Florida. The environment is why people come to Florida. They want to go into the water. They want to breathe the fresh air. They want a good time. I understand what's going on out there in the world, why people would want to make rules. Back in the day, I had a friend that used to dump his drain oil into the ground. I knew a guy. He, drawn, he dumped his drain oil into the ground. That was, ah, you know, ah, whatever difference, whatever. You know, there's a lot of people like that. I understand why they want to make rules. And every once in a while, they're going to step over the line and do something that's not right because they don't know any better. We have trouble getting people to the drag strip that even know what it is, let alone all the great and finer points of why being involved is so good for the strength of our country to teach kids how to do things with their hands, to build, to make, to overcome obstacles and challenges, to think creatively outside of the box, to have American manufacturing and American jobs. Think of all the CNC machines that are working in the motorsports industry that are ready to be switched over to build anything that we might need if there was a national security threat. Think of all the people that work on race cars that are the go-getters in their community. Think of all that comes from racing, the racing mentality. You know, the, the, the clash of, of uh, civilizations that is war. You know, once upon a time, war and violence was how you determined who thought better and advanced better and had more, uh, had, had a better civilization. And fortunately, as we have evolved, you know, sports and competition 
And when you want to test your technological and engineering abilities, it's no longer is the uh, P-51 Mustang better than the Messerschmitt. No, we race. And we advance our technologies. Look at how fast they've advanced in the past 10, 15 years. Thanks to CNC machines and all that localized manufacturing where just about everything is made here in America. Do you think like a politician who lives in a urban area knows or understands that? Is that their fault? You haven't been exposed to something and so you don't know about it. And so you, you make a rule and it's a bad rule. That's why you got to go and you do testimony and test, testify and send a guy like Antron Brown who's living his life stream. He's employing people. He started a business. He's generating income. And we're sending positive messages out there. You know, people have forgotten that you have to work together on things. The idea that you're going to get rid of everyone that disagrees with you and vice versa. You're going to vanquish the other side. They're going to surrender. They're going to sign a, a, a surrender. That's not ever going to happen. You have to make friends and you have to influence people and you have to win people over to your point of view, whatever it is. You have to win people over. You can't force them to think what you think. And that's true for us and it's true for them. And there's a balance and the answer always lies in the middle. And so many people have forgotten that. And they think that they're just going to crush their enemies and see them driven before them. And hear the lamentations. It's not what happens. It's not how it works. It's not how it ever worked in the good old U.S. of A. And we got to get back to that. And I think we are. I think we are. Coughlin drove his Pro Mod back after winning Pro Mod uh, St. Louis 17 and 18. Scotty, good stat. Another turbo car, I would imagine. AJ is looking forward to uh, hopefully hearing you yell, fire! at Maple Grove. And that is a perfect time for me to tell everybody about the WFO Fire t-shirts that are available now in the WFO store. Yes, and I posted the link a little bit earlier. You can get coffee mugs. You can get WFO. You can get Miami Hollywood Speedway. The WFO store is running wild. Are there going to be jet cars at Maple Grove? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm excited to go to the Grove. Joe, thank you for explaining all forms of racing and all classes in drag racing. Very informative. Maybe it'll wake somebody up very positive. But you know what, Art? It's not about that. It's about something much simpler. Fun and camaraderie. I'm going to tell you a little story about our WFO Patreon meetup right now. And we're going to be back on at 3 o'clock with Ron Caps and Antron Brown. And I need everybody to share the show, man. We're up against the algorithm. The algorithm, the social media, they don't want me to have any more uh, listeners unless I pay for them. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. And I'm not the only one. We all talk about it. Yeah, the algorithm, right? Which is why YouTube, NHRA, drag racing, U.S. nationals, keywords, hashtags, all that stuff. But so we had planned a Patreon meetup. All the people that are Patreons, we're going to meet at Justin Ashley's pit. But rain happened and everything got delayed and everything got pushed back. And all of a sudden, everything was oinga cocked. And it was just, but I went back and there's Justin hanging out and uh, Brian and Santino and this young man named Caleb came back. Caleb listens to WFO, not, not even a Patreon, but he came back and listens to WFO. He's like, am I the only one? I was like, no, nah, there was two other guys here, man. It's just the four of us, five of us, Justin, me, Santino is building a stock eliminator car, fuel coupe, AKA Brian. And this kid, Caleb, who's 21 years old, his dad, 
had raced his grandfather, excuse me, had raced and passed away. And the kid loved drag racing. And then, you know, his grandfather passed and he kind of got away from it. Now he's 21. And he thought, I'm going to go to the big go. And he went by himself, by himself, 21 year old kid, man, still. And he got, came over to the meetup and he got to talk with Justin Ashley. And next thing you know, Santino's like, dude, come hang out with us. And they made friends and everybody made friends. And it's like the, the, the diehard crew of NHRA fans grew by one. Cause this guy, Caleb now knows that when he goes to a race, he's going to have a bunch of people to go up and say, what's up to. It's not only about knowing the categories. It's not only about loving the sound of the cars or watching them go fast. It's about the camaraderie and all the network and the people that you meet along the way, walking in the pits, having fun. Sammy Eubanks playing his songs, chilling out back of his deal. It's just something totally different than going to a football game, going to the big rock show. I went and saw Red Hot Chili Peppers right before I went to Indy. Fun times. Loved it. Yeah, and then, you know, it's not the same as what we do. There's Chuck, brand new Patreon. Has to be a brainer next year. I think it is. I, I Don't quote me. All classes in drag racing cool are cool. I'm a diehard NHRA fan. Thank you, Keith. We want to go. Haven't been in a few years talking about Brainerd. Exactly. Michael Heiner in the zoo. That's what I'm talking about. Party animal. Shop at the WFO store and buy some merch. Join Patreon. Support WFO. Joe is awesome. Thank you, Keith. Yeah, Keith's a patron, as you can probably tell. Earl Nichols is going to be running the Samsoul dragster at the Grove. Nitro Harley should have been at the Grove right around the corner from the Harley plant in York, Pennsylvania. Yeah, they were too busy fixing, uh, fixing their front end damage from all the blocks that they hit. Now, I'm not against Nitro Harley, but that was a heck of a crazy session. Saturday night. Those of you who watched NHRA.TV, me and the Galvinator up there, Jason Galvin, every pair took out at least two blocks. All right, let's try it again. Two more blocks. Knocking them out. Saw crazy stuff. Like, if you're there to be entertained, you were definitely entertained by the top field Harleys. Why are they not at the Grove? I don't know. They were at the big go. But Earl going to be running the Robin and Tony Samson machine at Maple Grove, so he says. So, Earl, this is your chance. You got a fast hot ride you're going to be in. Question on the push uh, opposing the RPM Act has anything to do with the success of Street Outlaws show? Um, the push for opposing the RPM Act. I don't know anyone in my community that's opposing it. I don't know. I'm under the impression that it was just an EPA edict that was written probably by someone who hadn't thought through the whole thing or... Like, why should people be modifying their cars? So what, what is that all about? And they never really thought about it. And you don't have to go very far to realize that not everybody thinks very deeply about everything. They think about what they care about, what they think about. And they're not really like, oh, wait, you know, what is it? Put you walk, walk a mile in another person's shoes. You got to think about people who don't think the way you think. We're all immersed in drag racing. A lot of people aren't. They don't really even know anything about it. There's a lot of us that encounter those people all the time. So what do you do? Do you yell at them and scream at them and make make certify the fact that you're an enemy? Or do you reach out to them and you positively explain all the fantastic benefits? Like, which is going to work? Which would work on you? What is it? The golden rule. Life is so easy. Treat others 
the way you would have them treat you. You don't understand something? You want someone screaming in your face about it? Calling you evil? No. You'd want them to explain to you with respect. Look, what's up? What's going on here? This is why. And maybe it's not going to work the first time. That's what we should be doing. And I think that's what Antron Dunn will talk, we'll talk to him at 3 o'clock and find out. Maybe he screamed at people. I don't know. Yes, two of them. Two Jets. All right. We'll be there 3 p.m. Patreon meetup at the Grove. No, the big Patreon meetup. First of all, it's easy to meet up at any race. We do meetups at all the races. But the next big Patreon meetup is going to be in Vegas. I am going to be at the Stampede of Speed for the whole week. So if you're interested in going to the Stampede of Speed, please let me know. Email me, joe at wforadio.com. There are two jet cars scheduled Friday night at the Grove. Way to go. See you at three out. Way to go, Gary. Wicked Sensation and the Beast from the East. Jet cars are both scheduled for Friday night at the Grove. That's awesome. I love the Jets. Fire! Can't wait for the Rumble in Vegas. We're going to be there. I make new friends every year at the Gator Nationals. Love it, says Keith. So true. I saw you in the Superstock staging lanes on Friday, but you were on the run with a camera guy, girl chasing you so i missed saying hi that's all right i'll be back we did a lot of great stuff on nhra's uh, social media accounts promoting stock super stock super gas all the categories that make up what we call the backbone of nhra drag racing what do you think about virginia motorsports says mike firebird i think that there was a negotiation and they couldn't come to an agreement i have no idea of any of the numbers of the details that's not my number my bag not my business I find it to be unfortunate that they couldn't work it out. But just because they didn't work it out now doesn't mean they won't work it out in the future. I like the facility and I like the family. The Franklins are always very cool to me. I like it. But at the same time, you know, I don't know what the details are. And everybody involved in this sport, uh, in my opinion, should be doing more. The facilities, especially, to improve the, the show and the fans. Now... I have no idea what the, the problem was, so I can't speak intelligently on the deal. Virginia Motorsports Park put out a statement. They're going to try to continue to do great things for their fans, and that's it. They're not on the schedule this year. I, I can't go any more in-depth than that. I don't think I've ever sold a car that wasn't modified when I sold it. Go Antron. I don't think that I've ever sold a car that was not modified. Yes, go Antron. Same thing. They have to think about the jobs that will be lost. Well, that's it. No, call your congressperson and politely ask them to support it for these reasons. People don't realize how much a call to their congressman works. A polite call, guys. You got to be polite. The second you're not polite, well, what happens when someone comes up to you and they're not polite? It's pretty easy to figure out. All right, three o'clock, guys, right down there. Get ready. Antron, Ron Caps, be ready. WFO.